This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. My name is Shakira White and I am the host here. If you're already a part of our Carefree family, that means that you have subscribed and you get notified every single time we post a new podcast episode, which is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thank you for coming back. Now, if you are not subscribed, we welcome you to join us. We don't bite, I promise. You can join by subscribing on whatever platform you're using to listen to us on, whether that be Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Stitcher, all the other platforms out there. If you hit that little subscribe button, you'll get a notification that says, hi, there's a new episode. Go ahead and hit that and you'll be notified every time we have future episodes. Here on the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast, we talk about news, politics, music, entertainment, and so many more things. But most importantly, we talk about life lessons that we have learned along the way. This week, there are no Carefree updates because I would much rather jump right into our topic of the day. And also, yeah, we're just going to jump right in. Here's a break for our sponsor. And then on the other side, we'll have our topic of the day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this past weekend, I went to a clay throwing class, which is basically a pottery class. It's a fancy term for a pottery class. And I have been trying to get into making pottery for a while now. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for a very long time. And I actually made a list of things this year that I wanted to try out just because, I don't know, I want to like build new hobbies and things that I may enjoy doing, but I don't know what I'll enjoy doing until I try it. That's kind of my logic, right? And so I wanted to try pottery. Pottery was on that list. I think it was number two on the list that I made. So needless to say, I was very excited. Maybe excited is an understatement for how I felt about this pottery class. Um, And also on top of that, the classes at this place fill up so quickly. So I booked this class back in like April or May of this year. And I had to wait all the way until now, which is August of the same year, because that's how far out I had to book it. Now, mind you, just to give you another inkling as to how popular this class is, after this class, I went back online to book my next class. It's August, mind you. They are booked six months out, so I can't even get another class at this place until six months from now. And who knows? Anyway, it's popular. So I show up this weekend to the class, and I'm talking to the instructor. It was just me and her in there at first because I was the first person there, and I'm telling her 
you know, how happy I am to finally be able to get into the class. And she's telling me like about her journey with clay making and pottery and how she's been doing this for 13 years. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, that is a long time. <laughs> That's a long time to do anything. But she found something that she loved. And honestly, a part of this whole journey for me, like making the list and trying new things, is that I want to find these new hobbies and things that I may be interested in. So I've been trying to make my rounds <laughs> along the, the hobby list. But the class starts after the other people start fouling in and... The instructor, we had two. So one of the instructors, the one that I was talking to first, she sits down at one of the wheels and she demonstrates, you know, how to mold the clay and shape it and how to use the pedal that is connected to the wheel and you adjust the wheel speed, how fast or how slow it goes with the pedal. And if it goes too fast and you lose control, then the clay can like fall all over the place. And so now I'm getting a little nervous. But I mean, like, I can't punk out now because it's too late. Like, I can't just grab my bag and say, you know what? Never mind. This isn't for me. So I just have to stick it out. Right. So she keeps demonstrating and she does this thing called compression, which is basically using your left hand. You are holding the clay in place. And with your right hand, you are pressing down um, kind of with the center of your right hand on the top of the clay. So you don't get air bubbles in the clay. Now, keep in mind, the entire time that she's demonstrating this to us, she's making it look so easy. But I know that's just from the 13 years that she's been doing this. Like, it looks like a piece of cake. So I'm like, bet, looks and sounds simple enough. So she finishes her demonstration and she goes, okay, now don't be disappointed if you can only make ashtrays because most people start out with ashtrays on their first try and that's okay. And so immediately my first thought is, well, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to prove her wrong and I'm not going to make one single ashtray in this class because, of course, I'm not most people. I can do hard things. Child, let me tell you. So the next thing I know, the instructor is like, okay, now she's demonstrated. She's like, go ahead, start your pieces. And I go blank. My mind goes blank, completely blanks out. And all of a sudden, I've forgotten everything I just watched this lady do on the wheel. I think I got it down, but... No, I did not have it down. I forgot what I was supposed to do next. I forgot how much water I'm supposed to be putting on this clay so it stays malleable. Um, I've forgotten how fast I'm supposed to have the pedal. Just everything, blank, spaced out. So I kind of look at what the other people are doing. You know, I'm an observer. So I kind of side eye out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, okay, what are we supposed to be doing now? Like looking and seeing what other people are doing. And then after I see what they're doing, I'm like, okay, I kind of remember and I start my process. So I pull, you pull the clay up first and you make it like a little volcano before you start the compression. So I get to the compression part, which again is pushing the clay down so that you avoid those air bubbles. And the instructors, we had to remember, are like, you know, really good job, Shakira, really good job, good job with that. And I'm in my head now, as soon as they say this, I'm all of a sudden in my head. This has gone from something that I'm enjoying doing to like, okay, this is now a challenge because they've said really good job, Shakira. And it sounds crazy, but we'll get to that a little bit later. So now I have to keep this up because they've told me good job. I have to keep matching this standard because if I don't, 
they're going to think I'm terrible. And then they're going to want to take their compliment back. And we can't have that. Not on my watch. So the next thing I know, one of the instructors is like, uh, you can give the wheel some more speed. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, I have the pedal pushed all the way down. It's touching the floor. I can't push it down anymore. Like, this is as fast as it goes. And he comes up and he's like, hold on. Like, lift your foot up. Let me look at it for a second. Time. Come to find out the uh, cord that is connecting the pedal to the wheel is like, obstructing it in some way so he fixes it and I'm like oh this thing has some speed to it and now I'm cooking with grease so I keep cooking with grease is like a southern term like okay now we're really in business that's kind of what that means just in case anybody's wondering so I keep working with the clay and I'm working with it and one of the instructors is like oh Shakira <laughs> because I messed up y'all <laughs> so what had happened was Okay, what had happened was I was doing fine. And then once I saw that the wheel picked up more speed, I was like losing control of how to keep the clay uh, like a cylinder. So imagine like a water bottle. I was having a hard time trying to keep it in that shape without it falling over the sides because clay wants to spread outward even when when you want to keep it inward so that's kind of an example of what it looked like so I messed up and he had to come and like fix it for me my first piece and fast forward I finish with all three pieces and by the third piece it was I made like a, a bowl it was pretty decent you know if I, I must say so myself so I'm at this sink washing my hands off all this clay and water, I'm getting it off my arms and hands. And one of the instructors, the one that I was initially talking to when I got there, she's like, you know, how did you like it? And I've reached this point in my life where like, it doesn't benefit me anything to lie or like, it doesn't benefit me any to, okay, maybe not lie. It doesn't benefit me to not be honest about how I'm feeling or like, compress how I'm feeling to make other people feel good so I was honest and I was like um you know it was frustrating and I told her it was frustrating because when I came in I had this idea of how I wanted the clay to look and how I wanted to be shaped and things of that nature but putting that vision to the execution of it is very hard and I started getting in my head about it throughout the class. And honestly, you know, to be completely honest, beating myself up about it during the class, like internally beating myself up about it. And I know it sounds small and it's like, well, why would you beat yourself up about something that like that, like something that's supposed to be fun? And I'm just being honest here. This is a safe space. And so the instructor is like, you know, I understand because we get all of these perfectionists who come in and they think I'm going to make a vase. And when it doesn't come out that way, they get discouraged. And I had a light bulb moment first before I had the light bulb moment. I was like, perfectionist. I'm not a perfectionist. What is she talking about? But then after that thought, I had my light bulb moment and I never considered myself to be a perfectionist. Never, never in my life. But the more I thought about it on my drive home, the more I thought, well, Shakira, maybe you are a perfectionist and you just weren't aware. 
So according to Psychology Today, perfectionism is a trait that makes life an endless report card on accomplishments or looks. When healthy, it can be self-motivating and drive you to overcome adversity and achieve success. But when unhealthy, it can be a fast and enduring track to unhappiness. What makes extreme perfectionism so toxic is that while those in its grip desire success, they are more focused on avoiding failure, resulting in a negative orientation. They don't believe in unconditional love, expecting others' affection and approval to be dependent on a flawless performance. And then they go on to say, you know, what are the signs of someone that is a perfectionist? Perfectionists set unrealistically high expectations for themselves and others. They are quick to find fault and overly critical of mistakes. They tend to procrastinate on a project out of their fear of failure. They shrug off compliments and forget to celebrate their success. Instead, they look at specific people in their life for approval and validation. Now, in addition to the first instructor saying the perfectionist comment, a little after that conversation with her, the second instructor, mind you, he was not around when I was talking to her and she said this, but he comes up to me and he goes, you know, I think you just get in your head a bit and you have to remember that this is all just muscle memory. So the more that you do something, the better that you'll become at it. So you can't expect to like have it all down pack on the first try. And here I was thinking I was just coming to a pottery class to make some bowls, you know, have a few kiki ha-has. But I left with two people reading me, but reading me in the best way possible. Um, They were literally only talking about pottery. But y'all know me. If I don't do anything else, I am going to self-reflect. Shakira is going to find self-reflection in everything. And in that self-reflection, I realized that there are many things that I desire to do and that I want to accomplish or things that I want to try out. But oftentimes, I don't do those things because of that perfectionist trait that I wasn't even aware of. So deep down, there is this feeling that if I go ahead and do the thing, then what if it's not good? What if it isn't perfect? But the question is, perfect by whose standards? So my fellow perfectionists, we get so caught up in things being perfect that we push things off and push things off. And before you know it, you have a notebook full of these things that you want to do, but you haven't actually done. Like that psychology article stated, perfectionists tend to procrastinate a project out of fear of their own failure. So I made this podcast to remind you and also remind myself that doing the thing is a lot more progressive than thinking about doing the thing or only talking about doing the thing or only writing the thing down in a notebook but not putting any execution behind it. My pottery may not be perfect from that first class, but it's tangible. I did it and I made it. I made something. So hopefully you will take this and apply it to your own life. Don't get so caught up in things being perfect and things being a standard that may not even be achievable. It's so much better to actually do the thing than to put off doing the thing because you want it to be perfect. Don't forget to stay black and carefree and I'll see you guys next week. 
in a brand new episode of Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye, guys.